It's Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Mind Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Shall we pray? Father God, we thank you. We praise your holy name, Father. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we were able to worship you in song, Father. We thank you, Lord, that we were able to worship you in giving, Father. We thank you, Lord, that we were able to look into your word in Sunday school. We thank you, Lord, for the faithful servants, Lord, who served thus far in your service, Father. And we come now, Lord, turning our eyes towards your word, Father, once again, Lord, to see what thus says the Lord. Father God, may we be doers of the word and not just hearers, Father. In Jesus' name, Father. So, Father, we thank you. We praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. Amen. And praise the Lord. We want to come as always. Bethlehem. Give me right. Amen. That sounds good. Let's do that again. Bethlehem. Give me right. Amen. And that's what we intend to do within the year of 2013. Amen. Right. One of the ways we're going to get it right is we want to go ahead and get this building built. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I say some say they can't see it, but I can see it clearly. I could see it before I saw the image. Hello, somebody. Uh, because if we're going to build this, you got to see it before you can see it. Amen. Amen. You got to be able. We got to be able to build this by faith. Amen. Amen. You got to be able to take a journey through these open doors and go into this sanctuary first. Uh, you see, I'm mad at some of y'all right now because y'all parked in my sanctuary right now. And I'm mad and I'm going to get y'all up out of my sanctuary. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you got to see it before you can see it. Amen. Amen. Our theme is getting it right. First Peter chapter four, verses 17. For God, it says, for the, for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of the Lord. And those of us who are spiritual in nature know that God is judging. And he's trying to get it right, not only in Bethlehem, but all throughout our district, all throughout churches where people are not living right. God wants to get them right. Amen. And say that I said God wants to get them right. I didn't say that God wants to lose them. I didn't say that God wants to throw them away. I didn't say that God wants them to be perfect. But God wants them to get it right. Amen. Amen. 
And one of the ways that we can get it right, this scripture, I want you to look at it and meditate through it throughout the month. Matthew 18, 15 through uh, 18. Uh, first step in order to get it right is if your brother sinned against you, go, into the, go to them in private. Hello, somebody. Don't go and tell the preacher. Go, and go to them privately. Hello, somebody. They sinned against you. Go and try to reconcile privately. And the next blue says, if they won't listen, then you take one or two others. Because ultimately you want to get it right. You're not trying to lose nobody. You're just trying to get it right. And, and, and if they won't listen with the one or two, then you've got to do, oh, what the blue part of it says, a purple part, is that they refuse to listen, then we've got to tell it to the church. Hello, somebody. If we're going to get it right, we've got to start applying the word like it says it needs to be applied. Amen? Amen. So some, some private meetings need to be taken, uh, uh, taken on right now. Hello, somebody. And it's not your job to come tell the pastor. Hello, somebody. If you love somebody. Let me say it again. If you love somebody. You want them to get it right in right. between one and You don't want it to be a big show. You don't right. want it to be something people talking about. Uh, righteous folk uh, don't like scandals. Hello, somebody. Amen. Righteous folk, they grieve them. Righteous folk want to do things quietly. Right. Hello, somebody. And so you don't, you don't start gossiping about it. Go to them. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Amen. We're going to talk about that all month as well. But we're going to get it right this month in ministry. And Luke chapter 22 and 27 takes the position that Jesus said. Jesus said, uh, posed the question now, who, who is, is the one that's on top? The one that serves or the one that don't serve? It's the one that's being served. But Jesus said, I've taken the place of a servant. And if Jesus, the head of the church, has taken the place of a servant... Then who am I as a pastor? Hello, somebody. Sometimes we we put pastors too much on a pedestal. And they're falling off those pedestals. Hello, somebody. Because they don't realize that God has called us to be a servant. We're not supposed to be kings. Hello, somebody. We serve the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Hello, somebody. So we've got to take that position as a servant. And we're trying to get leaders to know that all month. You see, uh, uh, kings, if you got all kings in your church, you won't be able to get nothing done. Hello, somebody. Because everybody's on top. Everybody wants to give the orders. Hello, nobody wants to follow the orders. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But if we take the position of a servant, and I'm getting in my sermon early, <laughs> then we can get some things right in the church. Amen. Amen. And not only that, we're looking for every member to have a ministry. Right. Because how can a servant be a servant who don't serve? Hello, somebody. Jesus said he was a servant. Hello, somebody. If Jesus was a servant, then what? We all have to be servants. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Ask your neighbor, neighbor. Or neighbor, do you have a ministry or do you only come on Sundays? Uh-oh, 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 okay. We want to get it right in this new year. 
we have called uh, Getting It Right uh, this next Wednesday. And we're going to have our church conference. If you want to go ahead and look at that text. John chapter 13, verses 34 through, I can't see it. 31 through 34. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Today we're going to share a message entitled, Getting It Right in Position. Getting It Right in Position. And we're going to be looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses uh, 12 through 31. Would you please stand in reverence to the right. reading of the word? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Let's read this out loud together at the same time. We're going to be reading 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 15, 28 to 31 uh, on three. One, two, three. Just as the body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free, and we were all given one Spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of men of heart, but of men. Because I am not hand, I do not belong to the body. It would not be that reason for being part of the body. And God is placed in the church first of the to God, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. If all apostles, all prophets, all teachers, do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Not eagerly desire the greatest gifts. And yet I will show you the most excellent way. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. You may be seated in the household of the Lord this morning in a message entitled Getting It Right in Position. We're going to talk about the party of the body. We're going to talk about the parts of the body. We're going to talk about the position of the body. The party as in group of the body, the parts of the body, the positions of the body. And we want Christians to know today that Christians should play their God-given role in the body of Christ. Christians should play their God-given role in the body of Christ. In the body of Christ. All right, yes, sir. Amen. That's an intriguing illustration of what a pastor is. I heard this concept preached last week by by Dr. J. A. Reed Jr. of the Fairview Baptist Church at Mount Zion. And he called in his message the the pastor as coach. The pastor as coach. And a pastor is called, according to Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, to begin to equip the leaders. Yes, sir. 
And and it's his job to equip the leaders to to do the work of the ministry. Dr. J. A. Reed Jr. said, "Now coaches don't play." Hello, somebody. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they're on the sideline telling the players what to do. And they have the right to put who in, who whomever goes in the game uh, to play the different positions. And those who are best at certain things, he has to equip and evaluate. Right. And put them in the game on any given Saturday or Sunday. Pastor as coach. I couldn't help but to think that this is a good illustration of really what the church is. And really, an illustration of what the church is, is that we are all on the same team. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. Oh, we're supposed to be on the same right. team. Right. Uh, I remember back when playing basketball, you go up for the rebound and you have to say same team if you're wrestling with somebody who's on your team. And, and this text today is telling us that we are all a part of the same team. Hello, somebody. Now, 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 the writer of 1 Corinthians had to address this issue because there were factions in the church. Hello, somebody. As a matter of fact, some were saying that, hey, I'm a, a, of Apollos, I'm of Cephas, I'm of, uh, of all these different leaders. Some were saying, and, and Paul had to get them right and let them know that, hey, we're all a part of the same team and nobody's on the level of Jesus. Hello, somebody. I said, we're all a part of the same team and nobody's on the level of Jesus. And, and that's why I, I thought I couldn't, I couldn't really say that the pastor is a coach because really Jesus is the coach. Hello, somebody. Because Jesus is the one that calls the place to the church. Hello, somebody. Uh, and, and God the Father is the owner. And God the Holy Spirit is like the offensive coordinator. Hello, somebody. Or the defensive coordinator. Hello, somebody. And I think a pastor may be best described as a quarterback because the, 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 the pastor hears what the coach says and he calls the place. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Oh, but in order for a team to be a team, we got to realize that we're on the same time. If the passer is the quarterback, then I say the deacons is the offensive line. Hello, somebody. And many reasons today that passes are failing is because there's nobody blocking for the passer. Hello, somebody. You see that hoochie that fell in love with the preacher? Hello, somebody. You better block for your passer. Hello, somebody. You know that member that's disgruntled? You better block for your pastor. Hello somebody. We're all a part of the same team and we all have different roles. Hello somebody. 
Hello, somebody. If your pastor listening at the sound of my of my voice and your deacons don't like you, then you've got to learn how to scramble. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you got to be able to scramble and get a pass and get away to get a pass off. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> But the picture is that we're trying to address and what Paul is trying to address in the, in the churches. First of all, on the point number one, is really we're all a part of the same team, the party of the body. Yeah. Hello, somebody. It says, just as a body, uh, what? The one. The one has many members, but all are... Uh, what? All of its parts form what? One body. One body. And, and what? All of our parts is one body. See, the, the, the problem with us today in the church is, again, we have so much clicks going on. Uh, we don't realize that we're part of one body. We got some folk uh, that only want to be a part of the choir. And guess what? They come and they sing on Sunday morning, but they don't show up. Uh, oh, in Sunday school, hello. They don't show up uh, in Bible study. Hello, somebody. And they just act like that. They just, uh, oh, a part of a click, the choir. Hello, somebody. No, don't you know that you're a part of the whole body of Jesus Christ? You need to be where everybody else is. Hello. And it happens if you're standing on the door, you only come to church to stand and you don't. Hello, somebody. Show up in Bible Sunday school. Oh, you act like it's a click. Oh, that it's, I'm only here to stand. This is my team. No, hello, somebody. No, 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 no. You're a part of the whole body. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And if you are clicking up in here, God said that's not of, of the Lord. Uh, many people say, oh, I'm a part of this family, and I only do what my family want to do. Oh, and one of the things that makes it hard to pass, oh, is that when you upset the family that has the most influence in the church, and that family sit down on you, that click sit down on you, and you can't get nothing done because they mad, and they say, that they are the whole church. Hello, somebody. No, you're not the whole church. Oh, it's, it's a whole body of people. Hello, somebody. It's one thing. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, we're all a part of one thing. And that's the body of Christ. And it's the body of Christ. Oh, we sung the song, I need you, you need me. We're all a part of God's family said with me. Hello, somebody. <laughs> we've got to come together as a team and we've got to oh, stop fighting one another. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, I'm not your enemy. Say to your other neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, I'm not your enemy. I'm a part of the body. Hello, somebody. They're part of the same team. Hello, somebody. 
what I look like playing for the Texas Longhorns and, and tackling the running back of, of the Texas Longhorns. What I look like being a, a sooner quarterback and throwing it to oh somebody else on the other team. Hello, some seem like those teams know what the church don't know. Hello, somebody. They know that they're part of one team, and I as the as the quarterback oh has gotten to play from Jesus in the playbook to let you know this Sunday morning we're calling the play and the play is they'll say one team hello somebody one team say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor one team hello somebody as you go and somebody asks you what you what the preacher preached on he said he called the play and the play was called one team hello somebody a one body one body I'm not making this up That's right. as a matter of fact Ephesians chapter 4 verses 4 through 6 says there is what one body hello somebody and what one spirit hello somebody just as you were called to what one hope Hello, somebody, when you were called, what, in verse 5, one Lord. Hello, somebody. Oh, and what, one faith. Uh, hello, somebody, and what, one baptism. Uh, hello, somebody, and what, one God uh, and Father of all, who is what, over all and through all and in all. He- hello, somebody. Somebody ought to give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. Yeah. Yeah. Say, hey, we are part of the same team. Why are you factioning and taking other folks out? No, there's only one side that you can take in this church. And guess what the side is? It's God's side. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. A lot of times they, they call preachers to come in and to pastor a church. And they want the pastor to come in and to take sides. Oh, you know that. You know them deacons ain't right. Oh, you know that choir ain't right. You know that that that, 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 that musician ain't right. And they, and they want the preacher to take sides really. It's not the preacher's job to take sides. It's the preacher's job to let you know that we're all on the same side. Hello, somebody. And that side is the Lord. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Don't fight me. Don't tackle me. Don't stiff me. (laughs) Don't cuss me. (laughs) Hello, somebody. We're all a part of the same team, and we've got to come together as a team this this, this Sunday and and the Sundays after this, and we've got to get it right. And the way that we get it right is we've got to come together. Hello, somebody. That's what the that's what the devil likes to do. He likes to divide and conquer. Hello, somebody. And that's why he gets some of y'all stop coming to church to divide and conquer you because you can't live a godly Christian life and grow on your own or by yourself. I used to be one of those that thought that I didn't need the church. I can stay home and I can get it on my own. I didn't want to be like those hypocrites that's up at the church because they're not living right. Oh, but God grew me up and put me in an imperfect church. Oh, and I started to grow. I said I started to grow like I never grew before. Oh, it's because oh, the church is one body. Hello, somebody. 
Hello, somebody. And it's, and it's Christ's bride. How you got you say you're going to survive apart from the body? That's what this text says. Part, uh, uh, part number two, it says what? The parts of the body. Now it says, now this is foolishness. Yeah. He gives the illustration of, of, of the body itself. Uh, this is foolishness. Now, now if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it will not, for that reason, stop being a part of the body. The foot, oh, starts to trip and say, I don't want to be a foot, I want to be a hand. I said the foot starts to trip and say, because I'm not a hand, oh, then I'm not going to be a part of the body. And that's a lie from the pit of hell, because the foot is just as much a part of the body as the hand is. And if you think your foot on the body is not important, why don't you cut it off? Hello, somebody. (laughs) That sounds foolish. You say, preacher, I ain't gonna cut off my foot, but yet you cut off that brother that you look at every Sunday. You cut off that sister that you look at every Sunday. You cut off that preacher Oh, that said the wrong thing. You cut him off and uh, you think uh, that you're not a part of the body and I've come to tell you this morning that you are still a part of this body in Jesus name. Say to your neighbor neighbor Neighbor. oh neighbor don't trip now (laughs) don't trip hello somebody he gives another illustration in the text talks about the eye began to trip and all those others that try to say hey we're not a part of the body. No yes you are a part of the body. It's one team. Hello, somebody. But you say, preacher, I'm on defense. No, it's one team. Say, preacher, I play special teams. No, one team. Preacher, I play offense. No, one team. Hello, somebody. You're you're on the same team. We we are a part of the body of all of us who've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior are a part of one by. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. Tell your neighbor again, neighbor. Neighbor. Don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip like the eye. Don't trip like the eye. 1 Corinthians 12, 17, the eye began to trip. If the whole body were an eye, hello, somebody, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? Hello, somebody. God is letting them know at that church, oh, that we don't need all these fractions. You've got to remember that you're a part of the same team. You're a part of the same body. Don't trip. We need you in what you can do. Well, Hello, somebody. That's it. We need you in what you can do. That's it. That, 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 that some of us, oh, we accepted Christ a long time ago, but we ain't did nothing for him. No, no. Hello, somebody. Don't you know you were saved to serve? Hello, somebody. Let's say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, you were saved to serve. And that's why some of our ministries ain't right. Oh, you're supposed to be the ear of the body, but uh, hello, somebody. The church is death. 
Hello, somebody, because you're not playing your role. You're not doing your part. You're supposed to be the foot, but you're not playing your role. I can remember oh, on my first job out of high school, I used to work on the docks there in Dallas, Texas, on Lamar, the Sears building, the warehouse, and I used to unload oh, those boxes, and that was my job. And I remember one day a box fell and hit my big toe. Hello, somebody. And I said, good, good, a mother. <laughs> and probably back then spoken tongues that don't need interpreting but I ain't going to tell you that part of it <laughs> but one thing that I recognized after that, that box had hit my toe I walked with a severe limp you'd have, you'd have thought my whole foot was missing how, how bad I walked I was walking hello somebody hello somebody Hello, somebody. Uh, we, 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 we need every part of our body. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, I need you. I need you. Hello, somebody. Say to your other neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, you need me. Hello, somebody. And that's, uh, and that's why the, the body of Christ is living right now. Because folk uh, are not in their place uh, or their position of service. Uh, folk think uh, that they are the body. The preachers think uh, that he should be worshipped. The choir think uh, that they sing to themselves. Uh, oh, uh, folk are in the church think they standing for themselves as opposed to standing for the Lord. Uh, and the church uh, is severely limping. Hello, Somebody! Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God says, hey, you know, we, we're part of one body. There are different parts. And those different parts are different positions or roles that you need to play. Hello, somebody. Everybody in the body of Christ plays a role, a place, a position. I said everybody, everybody in the body of Christ, and let me put it this way, need to be serving God somewhere. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Uh, in verse 28, it talks about, and God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing and of helps and of guidance and different kinds of tongues. Oh, he said that we all are part of the same body and we can't all click out. Oh, and try to go and do things our own ways. Oh, but we've got to find our roles. We've got to find our positions. We've got to figure out what God has called us to do. Oh, in many churches today, the deacons want to be the pastor. Hello, somebody. Because they try to tell the pastor what to do. No, 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 no. What it looked like. A big 350-pound man standing in back of a little quarterback. Oh, and getting behind the quarterback saying, Hut. Hello, somebody. <laughs> That's the picture. That's the reversal of Rose. No. 
I think the, the pastor is more like a quarterback looking to Jesus. Right. Say, what's the play today, Jesus? Yeah. What, what do we preach today, That's Jesus? Uh, the Holy Spirit calls the play. Hello, mm. God is the owner of it all. Hello, yes, somebody. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And we all have a position. Oh, don't try to play my position. Say yeah. to your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Oh, neighbor. neighbor. Don't try to play my position. Don't try to play my position. <laughs> Don't try to play my role. But you know, in, in most congregations, there's just one what? Pastor. Right. Hello, somebody. Then we have our deacons. Again, the deacons are uh, the protection. Hello, somebody. They protect the church. They protect the pastor. Right. They serve. Hello, somebody. Literally, the, uh, the, the, the meaning of a deacon means to serve. Uh, literally, you can interpret that word waiter. Yeah. Ooh, hello, right. somebody. Right. Right. Hello, somebody. Yes, a waiter. Hello, somebody. To, to serve. And that's your role. Whatever God called you to do, oh, serve. Hello, somebody. And Dr. Reed says uh, uh, one of the reasons our churches are they are today is that we've taken oh, stuff out of the world and we put it in the church. Uh, he said nowadays uh, uh, we have a deacon board. We have a trustee board. Uh, oh, we have an usher board. Uh, and we're taking the concept of the world. Uh, and in the world, uh, you sit on boards. Uh, it's a privilege to, to be asked to sit on a board. Uh, oh, and on that board... Uh, you have privilege on that board. You have power on that board. Oh, and we take those corporate principles and brought them in the church. And now everybody in the church think they have the power. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. The usher board are not trying to serve. They're just trying to tell people what to do and where to go. Hello, somebody. And sometimes they tell you to go to another place that's not heaven. Hello, somebody. You get the wrong one. Somebody will get that on the way home. <laughs> no, we, we, we don't have we don't sit on boards of power. Right. Hello, somebody. We're all supposed to be servants. Hello, somebody. That's why we have so many pastors that are falling today. They act more like kings than they act like pastors. Hello, somebody. Wear those kingly robes. Hello, somebody. Sit on the throne every Sunday. You look at some of those seats. This, this one is a pretty good one, but you look at some of the seats that are in the churches. They look more like thrones than they look like a seat. Hello, somebody. And then, oh, you look out in the audience. You've heard me say it ten times before. Oh, that you don't know who the first lady is because the king has a harem hello somebody hello somebody the king has a harem and is sleeping with everybody in the church everybody outside of the church oh because you set him up like a king hello somebody no 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 some preachers won't like me preaching this they don't like what it said but I know that if Jesus was a servant then who am I I don't care how pretty I dress. Hello, somebody. I don't care how pretty Sister Eton Master Colors. Hello, somebody. I'm still a servant. If I can't get this suit dirty, I don't need to be in it. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. If I can't get these shoes dirty, I don't need to wear them. Hello, somebody. We're supposed to be servants. And nobody worships a servant. Nobody worships when they go into a restaurant. They don't say, oh, did you see that waiter? 
<laughs> Hello, somebody. As a matter of fact, the waiter is incognito most of the time. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I tell my preachers. Oh, and I think I used this illustration Wednesday night. When I was in Bible school, I used to work for a carrier called Wingtip Carriers. And the difference between us and most carriers is that we had a uniform. And with a uniform, we had to dress up. And when we dressed up, because we had high, high clientele, we went to the biggest firms in Dallas. And we dressed up because we were catering to a higher clientele. Oh, but when I walked in the place... Oh, even though I had on a tie, all I was was a messenger. Hello, somebody. And the messenger got a tip every once in a while. Hello, somebody. The messenger wasn't a king. They didn't hail me as king when I walked in the place. And that's the paradigm that we need to have as pastors and preachers of the word of God. We are just wingtip carriers, dressed up messengers, saying what thus says the Lord. Jesus is the coach. The coach gives the play. And we deliver the play to the people of God. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. We all have different parts and different roles to play. And we're all a part of the same body. We all have something. See with that, everybody has something to bring. Sometimes churches click so hard that it's hard for new members to get in and to serve because, uh, because, because uh, people are not, uh, don't realize the importance of the people that God sent. Everybody has a role to play. Hello somebody. Say to your neighbor. Neighbor. Or neighbor. Everybody has a position. And it's a starting position. Hello, somebody. <laughs> the Bible didn't say the eye was on the bench. You know what happened if the eye is on the bench? Hello, somebody. The body can't see. Hello, somebody. Oh, the Bible didn't say the nose sat on the bench. No, the nose has to be in the game because you got to be able to smell. Hello, somebody. The Bible didn't say the feet weren't in the game. The feet are on the bench. No, we've got to all be together. All of us. Hello, somebody. We've got to close ranks. We've got to be together. Say, say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. It's time to close ranks. Close ranks. And it's time to get busy. To get busy. Every everybody can play a role. Everybody can't be on the building committee. But everybody can play a role in building the building. Hello, somebody. Because, let me say that again. Everybody can't be on the building committee. But everybody can play a role. Because some of us on the committee uh, can't nail a, a nail in the wall. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I don't want to call no names. <laughs> but there's some folk in here who, who are craftsmen. And when we let them loose on the building, they're going to be able to build. They'll build the inside sidewalks, they'll build a roof uh, oh, and they'll have a role to play. Uh, oh, everybody in the church uh, of the Lord 
has a role to play. Whether you're driving the bus. And to which we need a faithful bus drivers for Sunday school. Oh, and, and if we can get somebody with the gifts of service. Oh, and, and, and not allow it to have to fall on one person. Oh, we can really be moving. We can really be working. Everybody has a role to play. Everybody has a position. And every position in the body of Christ is a starting Amen. position. Amen. Hello, somebody. Yes, you got to worry in the body of Christ because a lot of times when on most teams you've got to worry about politics. Mm. Come on. And, and, and on most teams, a lot of teams, you got the best players on the bench. Yep. Yep. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Not, not, not Christ team. Hello, somebody. Everybody plays a role. Romans 12, 4 says, Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. Hello, somebody. We, 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 we can't all be the pastor. That's one pastor. Hello, somebody. You, you, you can't be a deacon if you weren't called to be a deacon. Hello, somebody. Some of us don't need to be singing like me because I can't hold a note. Hello, somebody. I hold it every once in a while. Hello, somebody. That's not somebody you want in the choir. He might start out right and he might start out wrong in a different note. And the whole song is messed up. Hello, somebody. I did that before many times. <laughs> you got to stick with your gifts. Right. Hello, somebody. Stick with your gift. Everybody can't sing. Right. Some preachers listening. Some of that, that kind of bugs me. Preachers get up, start singing. Boy, <laughs> I ain't talking about you, Reverend. You can hold a note. <laughs> but they get up and start wanting to give a concert and can't hold a note. <laughs> y'all hear me? I don't want to name some of y'all know. Said, <laughs> so, no, that's not your gift. Hello, somebody. That's not you. Not supposed to be doing that. Hello, somebody. Stick with your gifts. You want to know whether you can do it or not? Is does things get accomplished? Hello, somebody. Well, good. Dude, dude, can you accomplish? Because if you're over something and it's not getting accomplished, that's not your gift. You don't you don't have the gift of administration. Hello, somebody. It's not your gift. Hello, somebody. When we all find our place, our true gift. Wow. We could really accomplish what God is calling us to do within this 2013. Now go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise. Up in here, up in here. We got to find our positions. We have to be faithful. Hello, somebody. We have to be faithful. Hello, somebody. I mentioned a little earlier about the gym. You know, folk come in January. Hello, somebody. But by February, most of them will be gone. Hello, somebody. And I'm trying to get the leaders not to just be excited in January. Hello, somebody, leaders. Don't just be excited in January. We got a whole year to go. And you need to be in your position and you need to be faithful to your position. If nobody else shows up, guess what? You need to be there. Hello, somebody. Not only do you need to be there, but you need to be there in Bethlehem time. Leaders. You say, what is Bethlehem time? 15 minutes early. 
Now I know a whole lot of us need to work on that, <laughs> including me. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But it's this important to you. You prioritize it. Hello, somebody. If your position is important, you, you prioritize it. If, if you know that God is using you, you prioritize You will put on this earth to do what you do in the church. Amen. All right. As opposed to what you do at work. Hello, somebody. Some of you go to work and you can't stand what you do. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You probably wouldn't put on this earth to do what you do if you can't stand it. Hello, somebody. But in the church, hello somebody, this was you were, this what you were born to do. Don't you know people's salvation soul is on the line? Oh Lord. Amen. Say that. People come up in here and they see us blinded and can't hear, mute, can't speak. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody, because we're not all playing our role. We're not all in our same position. Hello, somebody. And the number one position that we need to take is holiness. Especially leaders. Say to your leaders, leaders, oh leaders, you've got to be holy. You gotta, you gotta get it right. You gotta get it right. And once we get it right, everybody else will get it right. Hello, somebody. So this morning, God has called to play. Get it right in your position. Amen. He's let you know this morning that we're all a part of the same team. Yes, sir. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor, same team. Same team. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, same team. Same team. Is that what they do? When you score, give a high five. (laughs) I think the Lord just scored. (laughs) Same team. Hello, somebody. Stop clicking. Hello, somebody. Somebody leading you opposed to where God is taking us as a church. You don't need to listen to you. That's you know right. what? What a cell in the body that does the opposite of what it's supposed to do. What is it called? Cancer. Cancer. We've got some cancer up in here. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And the cancer has spread. The cancer of sin has has spread up in here, up in here. And it seems like the body is about to die here at Bethlehem because that cancer of sin has spread. Oh, but I hear the Lord saying, oh, that there is something that can heal cancer. And it's called chemo. And you say, preacher, what is the chemo to cancer? Oh, sin in the church. The chemo is oh, confessing our sins unto the Lord. The chemo is is praying like David prayed. Creating me a clean heart, oh Lord. And renew a right spirit in me. Oh, cast me not away from thy presence, oh Lord. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Oh, somebody up in here, it's time to get it right in the the body of Christ. Somebody ought to say yeah. Somebody ought to say oh yeah. Oh yeah. I want to get it right. Oh yeah. I want to get it right. Oh yeah. I'm going to defeat the
this cancer of kid of sin in my life and I'm going to get it right in the year of 2013 I'm going to get it right I'm going to do everything that God told me to do I'm going to be everything that God has told me to be I'm going to put my eyes on the coach and the coach is going to call the place I'm going to look on that sideline I'm not going to look at any other players on the sideline all I'm going to do when I'm in the game looking for the play to call all I'm going to do is look at Jesus I said all I'm going to do is look at Jesus and I'll do everything that Jesus tell me to do and Jesus will never tell me to do something that's outside of the playbook so I'm going to get in this playbook oh I'm going to read through it in a year's time I'm going to read it from cover to cover oh like I read that old dirty book that they talk about hello somebody you read all three from cover to cover I ain't going to name the name of that dirty book hello somebody but you read it from cover to cover kiva to kiva all three of them hello somebody I'm going to get in this book. I'm going to read it from cover to cover. This is the playbook. And if it's not in the playbook, then I'm going to have to rebuke you in Jesus' name. We had somebody stand on Wednesday night and they began to do something, say some gibberish. And I, in my mind, heard what he was saying. And I thought, that's not in the book. And because it's not in the book, brother, I'm going to have to rebuke you publicly because that's not in the book we at Bethlehem only do what's in the book hello somebody somebody ought to give God a hand clap of praise up in here I said somebody ought to give God a hand clap of praise somebody ought to shout yeah somebody ought to say oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah hello somebody like to God just, just scored up in here Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. Deacons, will you come? Will you come, deacons? All eyes closed and heads bowed. Saints are praying right now. And God has called the play. Hello, somebody. The pastor, as the quarterback, has said what God wants to be done in the church. And God wants us to come together as one body. In one team. Hello, somebody. God wants us to overcome this faction. Hello, somebody. This ministry faction. This family faction. This sin faction. Hello, somebody. And he wants us to come together on one accord and get in our positions. Because we all have a role to play. Hello, somebody. All eyes closed. Saints praying. Hello, somebody. Uh, Right now, we're going to open the doors of the church, really. The doors of the church was open oh, 2,000 years ago when Jesus died on the cross uh, for your sins and my sins. Uh, oh, who is Jesus? I'm glad you asked. Jesus uh, is the Son of God. And Jesus uh, was born on the earth uh, of a woman. And he lived here for 33 years. He did a lot of miraculous things. But the most miraculous thing that he did was when he died for my sins. On one went on one night. Oh, Jesus had a Bible study, and on that Bible study, oh, a prayer meeting. He said, "Oh Lord, 
that not my will be done but your will be done oh not my way Lord but your way father and he said that and they crucified him they mocked him they scorned him they put a crown of thorn on his head put a cross on his back because he had to die for the sins of the world and he carried that cross oh to the streets of Jerusalem to that hill called Golgotha and they nailed him to that cross oh and they nailed him to that cross they raised him up between two thieves as if to say that he was a thief but Jesus wasn't a thief he was the son of God who had to die for the sins of the world he had to die for the body of Christ oh and he died oh and they took his body off to the the, 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 the cross put it in a tomb and it stayed there for three days I said it stayed there for three days but on the third day I said on the third day I said on the third day he got up with all power in his hands I said he got up with all power in his hands and if you're here today and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior then you are not a part of the body of Christ you're not an eye you're not an ear you're not a foot oh but you can be if you give your life to Jesus Christ hello again this is Pastor Michael Eaton I've been your host for today's program and before we sign off we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God you know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living king. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love and believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. 
55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if, if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life. We just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.